Is that how we want to start? It? That is usually how we started. <laughs> um, Hello, everybody. How you doing? Doing good? You all right over there? Um, welcome to the Weekly Wilson. I am your uh, inquisitive host, Jay Wilson. And the one I'm inquiring to is my sister, Erin Wilson. Hi. So, on today's podcast, we, um, well, I delve into the depths of... Aaron's mind palace to see how she's been feeling about her time in France thus far, Paris specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great time. Yeah, what, we, what all did we talk about? We Aaron? talked about what it was like first moving here, the struggles I went through, language barriers, lifestyle differences. Lifestyle differences, yeah, the good parts, the bad parts. There was a lightning round at one point. Yeah, we reminisced. Yeah. We talked about the future. But stay tuned to hear all about Aaron's time in France. Enjoy. Bonsoir. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. The taste of Paris. <laughs> so, Aaron, how have you been? That was my first question that I had in the interview. How have I been? I, I mean, wanted to do an interview with you first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been good. Yeah. I moved to Paris about seven months ago. So, I don't know. Yeah, at the beginning, you know it was hard for me. It was just really scary to just come to a whole new country, not know anybody, not know any French. Yeah. But no, now that we're we're so far into it, I'm, like, feeling so much more grounded. And, yeah, just like I have my life together at this point. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, and it's been so nice that you guys have been visiting. Yeah, so how, like, that's an intro part 1B. Uh-huh. How do you feel the trip has been going thus far from your perspective? Because Kelly and I kind of gave a little rundown of the first half of the trip. Yeah. No, I mean, it's been really great. I When you guys first were planning your trip, I was like, okay, I want them to come and see what my life is here and be able to hang out with them and, you know, show them everything I've learned and share what all the cool places in this city but i was like well we live in a one-bedroom apartment like how's this gonna work yeah i was nervous yeah but i think it's turned out to be a lot better or like nothing that i was worried about has actually been a problem like i was like how are we all gonna share a bathroom like i Mm. thought that was gonna be a big deal but i think that's been fine and then you guys sleeping in the living room like I thought maybe I would come out in the morning and be like, oh, no, my place is a wreck. But, I mean, you guys wake up, put the bed away. It's like it's not been yeah. a big deal. I think it helps, too, that you're my brother. So, like, if I'm like, okay. Well, even today. Like I was the- like, I don't. I'm just going to lay here and watch TV. Yeah. And you were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I was I was definitely worried about being a burden, but it seems to have gone well. No, so I we don't got, think. You got to pour it by the mic. We're drinking Coke with Citroen. Yeah. Lemon, for those of you who don't speak French. I'm I'm not a really big pop drinker. But but it's just so fun. People out here sitting on these cute little patios drinking Coke with lemon, and it makes you think, maybe I, I should do Coke that. Coke with lemon. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Or they say, santé. 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 I don't know if I'm saying that right. 
Yeah, but I had to ride solo on the first rendition of Coke with Limon mm-hmm. at the restaurant. You guys left me out to dry. Yeah, well, I mean, it was six euros. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you were full-heartedly encouraging me. I didn't want to discourage you. I just said, you could do it. I left it neutral. <laughs> I want to run the game tapes back on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I just wanted to talk to you about how it's been living here, mm-hmm. being Aaron Wilson mm-hmm. in France. Okay. And I prepared some questions, despite... Um, the slander? Recent reports that I'm more of a storyteller than an interviewer. <laughs> I refuse to tell any stories yeah, this episode. Yeah, to let the audience in. Yeah. Andrew, Jay, and I, well, Brian, Jay, and I were talking, and Jay was like, well, I want to do a podcast with Aaron, and I was like, well, yeah, but he doesn't have any questions for me. Like, how do you just talk about your life, open form? I was always planning to prepare some questions. Well, anyway, Jay, and then um, Brian was like, yeah, well, Jay's more of a storyteller than an interviewer. So Jay Mm -hmm. really has tried to... Busted out all the stops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, if you hear any background noise, we're on... Aaron's lovely uh, patio right now, mm-hmm. porch. Balcony, balcony. porch, patio, um, terrace. So, like, you say, oh, you're doing a podcast with your sister in France. But, like, are you really in France? Yeah, I'm in Paris. Are you Okay, but you guys are in Paris. Like, where are you at in Paris? It's like, I'm looking at the Eiffel Tower right now. <laughs> I know. People have been like, oh, like, you're in Paris. Like, can you see the Eiffel Tower right now? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yep. We have twinkle time every night. Yeah. But... But pretty much in Paris, like, I mean, all the buildings are pretty short. So as long as you're high up in a building, like, you're probably going to be able to see the Eiffel Tower. It's not, like, super special. Yeah. But it is special. It is cool. Oh, there's, like, nine buildings in Aaron's apartment complex. And per building, there's two apartments that have a balcony. Mm -hmm. And you got one of them. We got so lucky with this apartment. Like, we were looking at so many places. You got so lucky after searching ravenously for three weeks. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know, but some people literally do it for months. Really? I've watched vlogs of people, yeah, who they mm. just, like, cannot find a place, one, and then, two, they'll find a place, and then as a foreigner in France, mm-hmm. it's just hard to get people to trust you. Uh, like, you have to have a guarantor, which is basically, like, a co-signer that says, mm. I'll pay your rent if you fail to, and then they want the guarantor to be a French citizen. Mm. So, like, you come here, and you're not from France, like, and you don't know anybody, Yeah, you're really out of luck. Oh, that's tough. But our landlord was really sweet. So was she, f- I think she likes Ben. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, never doubt the how far the musy handsomeness will get you. Yeah, in life. yeah. But um, <laughs> so that was the first big hurdle. Mm-hmm. Getting a place. Yeah. Yeah, because when we first got here, we lived in an Airbnb, and then so I was like going out to these apartment showings by myself, which I would just find on the equivalent of Craigslist here. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first one I went to. I was, like, um, texting Ben, like, okay, I'm going to go meet up with this stranger to look at an apartment. Like, I'm going to call you and have you in my pocket so that if I start to get kidnapped, maybe you could call somebody. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm walking up to the showing, and I'm calling Ben, calling Ben, calling Ben. He's not answering. I was, like, this idiot. (laughs) I'm going to die here, and he's going to feel so bad. And then I thought, well, Rachel will kill him, so he'll be put in his place. Nice. But then, um, so then I met up with this lady, and she was um, she was really sweet, and I told her immediately, I don't speak French, I'm sorry. And she was like, oh, that's okay, I speak English. And I was like, thank God. And then we started doing the showing, and I told her, I was like, honestly, this is my first showing, and I was thinking, maybe I'm meeting a 
killer right now. Like, maybe you were going to kidnap me. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I thought maybe you'd kidnap me. <laughs> she's like, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't planning on it. So we didn't get that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. So it was it was a scary process. But then Ben started helping me out a little bit. And one day, on, it was a Saturday, and we went and we saw, like, five apartments in a, mm. in one day. But this was the first one we saw. And then once we saw this one with this balcony, we were like, I couldn't stop talking about it. I was like, Ben, I need this balcony. Like, we need to get this apartment. <laughs> and then, yeah, we got it. It worked out. Mm-hmm. But, Aaron. Yes. Enough of these pleasantries. Okay. <laughs> we need to get into the hard-hitting questions. Okay. So, I recall you saying that you felt as happy as you had been in France. Mm-hmm. Some, sometime within two weeks before I came here. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that has, like, gotten better and worse over the course of our stay? Like, what sort of tranquility had you established before we got here? Like, Yeah, I think... Like um, you've, I feel you've had a tumultuous past couple weeks. Yeah, it's always crazy when people are in town. Like, you're just doing more than you would do in your regular life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also feeling more fulfilled with you guys here. Because you just bring new conversations. I can, like, tell you things that I've learned. Like, I'm, you know. Like, drastically increase the amount of people that you're like, oh, let me speak about my past. Or, like, have an English conversation in my home with Mm -hmm. a friend. Yeah, yeah. But... I don't know. Like, I think before you guys got here, we were even getting in. So I think before you got here, why I was so happy was I really felt like I was in a groove. Like I had a job. Well, I still have a job. I have a job now. And so I'm in like the flow of like, okay, I wake up, I do work. I have places I go for lunch. I come back. Like I'm doing workouts on certain days. Mm -hmm. And we even have friends that we're hanging out with now. So we've had a couple nights where we're just sitting on our couches and like, chatting with people yeah and it's been fun because i mean a lot of people we meet here in similar situations to us we've been hanging out with a lot of other expats so they're like going through the same struggles of like being a foreigner here and um so we've had like fun times here but then it's just a whole different like having you guys here sitting on our couch having fun nights on our balcony like it's like i mean like breathing like just having people who you've known for your whole life Mm. so i mean it's it's crazy because you're here and so much is going on but it's also so comforting and exciting um at the very least a net positive for sure (laughs) yeah and so i think it was good that i got that base before you guys came because i was feeling very settled then you came things are getting wild and then once you're gone i mean we're gonna go to germany next weekend but when we come back we'll get back in the in the flow nice Mm mm-hmm but as far as, like, this flow that you've been speaking of, mm-hmm. like, I want to talk about just basic lifestyle adjustments that you've had since coming here. Mm-hmm. So what are, like, some things that, I guess, to speak of things that are not French lifestyle first, mm-hmm. like, things that you can't let go of from your previous life. Like, you're coming here and you're just like, this is obviously different. I can't do it that way. Yeah. I'm not I'm not down with that. Yeah. I think when I first got here, it was so hard for me to even like I would have to hype myself up before I could leave the house to go to the grocery store. Yeah. To just like look at that 
cashier in the eye and say like pocket super play like on card and just like oh it was so i just felt so like a failure if it was an awkward situation so one of the pictures on my phone of my lock screen that it cycles through Mm -hmm. is you after you got your bread yeah like that's the thing like i had to be there i had to sit in the house and be like okay i want to go get bread i want to go get bread i can do it i can go get bread i can do it (laughs) so then finally like okay I'm at the point, it was so hard at the beginning. And now, after taking French classes and like feeling more confident in my skin, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to the grocery store. It's no big deal. But the next level up from that, that French people, the true French thing to do to get your groceries would be going to the open air markets that happen like just on the street. Went to a couple. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it was hectic. Hectic. And everyone's like yelling at you. Not everyone. I don't know. It's People just are like- calling to you. And like if you, I, okay, where I get is I'm trying to, it's kind of like a leveled up version of like trying not to be accosted by like people trying to get you to sign petitions and stuff. Yes. Where it's like you're trying to be, you want to look at things, but you don't want to look so long that the then owner look- asks you something. Uh-huh. Yes. Or, yeah, so I, I felt playing that game was a little difficult. And then a couple days I noticed a man standing not behind a cart but next to a cart. He was an older dude kind of hunched over and he was like muttering. Mm. Did you notice that guy? (laughs) I noticed the same guy muttering. I'm just like, is this guy selling something? Yeah. I don't know if he was... He seemed to be muttering at anybody who would walk past Mm -hmm. him. Maybe he was trying to like preach to you or something. I don't know. He was speaking like medium. Like weird it was odd no but it's a it's a crazy environment to buy your food there and it is better food it's cheaper there's more options yeah oh wow i mean that's like a farmer's market yeah but farmer's markets i don't think are known for being cheaper and more yeah usually they're not cheaper so here they are cheaper Mm. like me going to the grocery store is dumb i'm getting worse produce for worse prices but it's like i i feel comfortable in a grocery store because i go and it's like here are the zucchinis and i'm gonna get this one and then i know how to do the whole system that's like such an american thing Mm -hmm. and here i think the next step is gonna be me like feeling comfortable enough to go to the markets so that's something i'm definitely holding on to it's a bud yeah we're talking about uh, roses and thorns, but then buds are what you're looking forward to is the new one that I've had added for me. Yeah, and Sophie's coming next month, and she's all into um, markets. I think, actually, going to the markets with you guys, I was like, I can do this. Yeah. But it was terrifying when that guy asked me the other day. He was like, oh, you're taking French lessons? What are you learning? Or tell me something in French. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> nothing came to mind. Yeah. So that was scary. And then I think, I don't know, like... It is crazy that I'm living in France, and I think a lot, maybe some things have changed in my life, but day to day, like, I'm living the same life I'm living. Like, I wake up, I listen to my American podcasts, Mm -hmm. I work, I get online, I'm talking to people in the United States all day, and then after work, like, I'm watching my YouTube videos that I used to watch, like, all the stuff that I'm consuming is still my culture, so I think I could do a lot better job of trying to, like, listen to French music, watch French movies. Mm Mm-hmm that sort of thing but I mean I'm just trying to take it one step at a time like I don't want to be like okay you live here now so you have to change everything about you I listened to French hip-hop for one day at work uh, when I was in Troy that was interesting did you like it Uh, it it was interesting there was one guy I found that I liked to hip-hop wise but I'm a very listen to the same songs over and over again kind of girl yeah so I haven't gotten into it yet but so is there anything that like 
was a switcheroo when you came here that you did like kind of adjust to French culture where it's like, oh, French people do this this way. I am going to adopt this. Yeah. I think um, the biggest thing is like, which I was trying to sort this out in my head before I came of how I would feel about it. But like you just hear that people look at Americans as being like, um, like almost fake with how nice we are to each other. Like to a stranger, you're like, hi, nice to meet you. How's it going? And you're like smiling. And I don't know, you give so much energy to situations where it's like, why, why you like, you don't know this person that you don't owe them anything. You are absurdly happy to meet me. Yeah. So then people are like, well, you're being fake because there's no way you're this happy. Um, and I was like, but I like being happy. So I don't know. But here, like, I feel less pressure when I'm walking on the sidewalk to like look at somebody, make eye contact with them and like give them a nod or a smile or something. It's like Like you all kind of like agree that you're like, we're nothing to each other's day. Yeah. Like we're just, we're occupying the same place. We do not need to. Yeah. And I don't know. I think maybe it's just a city thing. Because it's like I'm not used to living in a more busy city. And it's like you don't walk around New York and wave to everybody you see. But, um, yeah, I think that's something I'm I'm enjoying a little bit. Like, kind of keeping my energy to myself. But then... And I think on good days, if I'm in a good mood, I don't mind if somebody's not very nice to me. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes if I'm in in a shaky mood and someone's just like... They're just like going through the interaction with me and not they don't seem very happy to be talking to me. I'm like, do they hate me? Yeah. Cause I'm just so used to the, in the U S you're like, people are like, okay, have a good day. Like great, great. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, so that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's the, cause there's something to be said about, I enjoy, like, I don't know when, when those, inf- when those interactions go well, it's like, you get that little boost. Mm hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, nice. you're like, like, oh, I'm a cool person in the world who can talk to other humans. Or it's just it's fun to, it's like giving smiles and receiving smiles. Mm-hmm. And like you good. have like a rhythm, you're like, blah, 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 blah. Like it just feels like you're almost, I don't know, like playing jazz with somebody. Like there, you know, you're like having a good interaction. And I think that's what was so hard about like going to the grocery store when I didn't even know how to say like no I don't need the receipt because I didn't know what they were asking me it was like I was stumbling through life yeah you don't get any of the pleasantries when you're when you're working that hard yeah that's that's definitely tough Mm -hmm. um well is there anything that like any of those things that have changed that you think are going to completely fall away when you come back to the U.S. like it's like I'm doing this while I'm here but (coughs) not for long Mm mm-hmm or anything maybe you're, yeah. you're excited to ditch when you get no, back. No, I think one thing I'm very concerned of when I'm here, which I don't even know if I'm doing a good job right now, but I'm more aware of it than ever before is how loud I talk. Mm-hmm. And since I was in elementary school, like when they would say, "What are the three adjectives to describe you?" I've always said loud. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm kind of shy, but like I when I do talk, I like I yell. Yeah. And um here people just talk really quiet. And so I would like to take that back, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I will. Because I think it's kind of fun to just yell and feel like you're, like, getting so into a story and moving around. And, yeah. like, I'm conscious of it now, but I feel like I'm dialing back my personality to do that. And, like, I don't know. I think it's just part of that comes from confidence, and you're not going to really feel confident until, like, you know a language, like, really, really well. Like, you're not going to be like... Bonjour, like, blah, 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 blah. like yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, 
this story yeah. in French. Well, no, but I'm picturing even when I'm just like talking to you guys on the phone. Like yeah. if I'm going to tell you a story and be like, and then Ben did this and blah, blah, blah. But I'm walking on the streets. I'm going to go, yeah, and then Ben did this and da, da, da. And I'm like yeah. telling a less fun story. I like when Kelly and I have been going around, it's like we're, um, I feel like we talk very quietly. Yeah. Like we're whispering in subways. You just have that like, it's like you feel the pressure of it. We're, I feel like we're just like feeling the pressure of just like, we don't know French and we got to like, nobody, can, nobody can know yeah. <laughs> that we don't know how to speak French. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, yeah, I, I've been getting a little bit of that, but I just thought it was cause I was like scared to be here, but I mean, I guess that's no different for you, but yeah. Um, hmm. yeah. Are there any things that you think are going to stick with you when you go back? Yeah. Well, one thing I think about is that I drink now, like I used to be such a beer drinker. And now that I came here, I started drinking wine. more wine. Mm. And I so I think when I go back, I'm going to... Like, I think now I, I'm more of a wine person. I think I'm less of a beer drinker these days just because my friends don't drink beer a lot. Mm. I don't have a lot of beer friends. You don't? No. Huh. Yeah. Well, Kelly really likes wine. Kelly likes wine. And Kelly will try every single beer I ever have, <laughs> even if it's one that she doesn't like and has tried multiple times. Yeah. Well, that's what I do with Lauren Smith. If she ever has a Dr. Pepper, I have to try it, but I hate Dr. Pepper. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> always will. Yeah. <laughs> always have, always will. Have you had any takeaways from Kelly's sommelier uh, duties? Yeah, no, it's been great having her around. It's really, because before she came, I was just like, well, wine's confusing and I'll never get it. But now I'm like, okay. I have a little fun facts from her. Now I'm starting to recognize some names. I think it's going to be good to have her around yeah what kind of wines are you gonna get do you think i could read them but i don't think i could say them out loud to you that g1 gorge demeanor mm-hmm. yeah. and you know what ben said when he came he was like aaron i knew that you liked that wine but you just didn't know you'd like that <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so that wasn't new news <laughs> well you know you find out the late harvest zinfandel mm. it's one that i found that i like okay Oh, I found it. Kelly gave it Maybe to me. Maybe what we need to do, I think I need to offload this to Kelly, and she needs to know what wines I like. Yeah. She'll just take care of that for me. Yeah, I think she'd be willing <laughs> to do that. No, it's been great having her here. And then another thing I hope that I can bring back into my life when I move back. Someone There's, yelling, I wonder if they can hear. very upset. Um, and I don't even know if this has to do with like me living in France because my job, I am working remotely with people in the U S so like I'm still in the U S work culture. So I'm not like Mm -hmm. in the French, French work called French, (laughs) (laughs) French work culture. But because I'm on the different time zone, I have such a good work life balance right now where like my mornings are all to me and nobody's online yet. And then they all start logging on in my afternoon and then I have meetings later in the day. And, like, it just feels like the perfect way. Because, I mean, I was working the regular 9 to 5 back in Atlanta. And then Mm -hmm. I took that time off to live in the van. So I was not working at all. And now, like, easing back into working, like, this is, like, oh, this is a good balance. This is the first time you felt, like, comfy in the corporate zone. And I feel like I could... I could work in corporate so much longer if it stayed like this. So I wonder if there's a way where I could go back to the U.S. and be like, you guys can't talk to me in the morning. But, like, will that work? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think you can set boundaries with anybody. I had a friend who he, um, his dad was, like, established enough at his company when he started having kids where he's just like, I'm, I have kids now. 
I want to work four days a week. Like, mm-hmm. do what you got to do to my salary. And they're just like, all right, well, make it work. Yeah. I mean, maybe that'll, maybe I can do that. But, yeah, it's a it's no until you ask. But if mm-hmm. you do good work, I feel like they'll make more exceptions. Yeah. Um, so then I kind of had another section of questions moving past the lifestyle things mm-hmm, into, like, just the practicalities and how you've interacted with them. Um, language barrier is the big one and the only thing in this category that I really <laughs> It's a huge thing. About. Whenever I talk to people, I'm, like, always talking about the language barrier, and they're like, okay, well, well, besides the language barrier, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So, anyway, continue. Ask me the question. But, what was it? Here, the question I have is, do you feel better received when trying to struggle through, like, a interaction and just using your French? Or do you feel like people receive you better when you, like, preface this with, hey, I'm not good at French. In French, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a big opinion on this. Is I now, even if I know what I'm going to say, I'll start by saying, uh, bonjour, je ne parle pas bien français, désolé, mais, but, um, uh, like, I want to copy this key. And so, it, it like, you, you're owning the, or you're setting the stage for the conversation of the mm. person being like, okay, she doesn't know French, but she's going to try to do this. Whereas if you just come up and speak bad French, I think it's okay. I mean, some people could get away with this, but for me, it's better for me to start like that because then I think they feel less awkward when they don't understand you because they know she just told me she doesn't speak good French. So if it gets weird, we know it's because it's, she doesn't speak French. Like Mm -hmm. I'm taking responsibility. Whereas I think when people don't understand you, there's a minute where they think, Oh my God, am I doing something wrong in this? Like I feel weird now because I don't understand them. And do I need to speak English? Because, and they get a little stressed. And Mm. then I think when people are mean to you, it's because not mean, they're flustered. They're flustered and they're like, and they're trying to think of their English words and they're like, am I supposed to? But yeah. So I think the first thing that you need to learn is sorry, I don't speak French. And would you agree after being here? Yeah, I liked it. I've, I've felt a lot more, um, like we're in this together, man. Like I walked up to when I really, cause I nailed, it's like you're on the same team. I'd have to be like, Pardon, je n'ai pas parlé français. And then I'll be like, and they'll be like, oh, yes, yes. And then they'd like work with me through it. So I, I did feel like I was more like, hey, man. Like, it's like when you go up to a coworker and you're just like, boss man saying we got to get this done by tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. sorry about this, man. They're just like, oh, geez. And then it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, it was, it was I, I did, I, I enjoyed knowing that one phrase. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. And it's like, okay, picture if you were, like, playing baseball with somebody and they're just, like, really awkwardly throw it to you and you're like, whoa, and it was, like, way far aside and you're like, okay, are we just going to, like, pretend that 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 didn't just happen? But if somebody goes, like, sorry, I don't know really how to throw this baseball really well and then they do it, you're like, oh, okay, it's funny that, like, you're, like, you're you're just, like, bringing awareness to it so you can They, both. like, throw the baseball really weird to you and they're just like, sorry, I don't speak French. And you're just like, what? <laughs> Self-deprecating. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, it's like you're humble. You're, you're, you're humbling, humbling yourself. You're you're being vulnerable, and then eventually, yeah. the person like, helps. "Oh, let me help you out." Yeah, man. I know French great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, but okay, here's another thing to have just a flawless segue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like, in my mind, mm-hmm. it's like when you like 
I I have friends from uh, other countries. Mm-hmm. What what do you call those uh, students from other places? There's a word for international that. students. International students. <laughs> I have international student mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. And um, well, one they're just better at being multilingual, mm-hmm. but it's like a thing where when people know some of other people's language. It's a, it's an instant connection, and they're always jacked to hear about it. And even if somebody has, like, self-proclaimed bad, like, competency in another language, they're always excited. And usually they're, they say they're bad. They're, like, not, like, I don't know, like, conjugating their... Things right. Yeah, you're yeah. not doing the right grammar, maybe. Yeah, it's, but then it's, like, somebody's like, oh, this is, like, so cool that you know some of my language. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always feel like it's, like, a it's a big act of kindness to, like learn a language mm-hmm. to try and like relate like you're you're trying to relate to a whole other country of the world it's like you're expanding the amount of world that you can interface with um so do you how do you like do you feel the same way about that and then if you do how do you grapple with people who are just like annoyed that you aren't that good at it yeah i mean it's tough because like do you feel like you're doing something where you're just like hey guys i'm like trying to extend myself to you yeah yeah, I mean, it doesn't ever feel good when somebody's, like, annoyed of you or a kind of mean or makes fun of you. Like, one person told me, like, oh, it's so funny how you have an accent. Like, you say, merci, like, such an American, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, um, which that's not even mean. That's just them commenting on it. But it's just, like, calling out that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Where I thought I was doing an okay job. Yeah. <laughs> or, like... Um, I'm trying to think of the last person who was mean to me. Um, when I was making copies of those keys. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I was like, um, I told them I didn't speak French. This younger guy was very nice to me. It's usually the older people who are a little bit mm-hmm. annoyed. And um, he started to just like ask me questions um, in French. And after the conversation, after I had more time to digest what he was saying, he, he was repeating stuff that the younger guy who was speaking English to me, we had already decided. Like, he was like, oh, if you buy two keys, you get the third free. It's going to be 30 bucks for all three. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. C'est bon. Like, I, when people speak English to me, I speak back in French. But anyway, the guy was just kind of being rude. He was just yeah. kind of, like, trying to, like, test me and, like, give me a hard time. Mm-hmm. But then when I came back, I had to wait 10 minutes for the keys. I came back and he said, like, oh, like, uh, he asked me, like, oh, are you just speaking or did you just move here? Like, did you just learn speaking or did you just start Mm -hmm. speaking French? And turns out he was Italian Mm. and he had moved here. And so I think maybe... He was like, French is the only common ground we're possibly going to have. <laughs> yeah. But I think also maybe he was like, well, I had a hard time when I moved here, so now I'm going to give you a hard time. Yeah. So so then I felt a little more like, okay, now I'm, I'm... I think the thing for me when somebody's rude to me is I need to understand why they're being rude to me, and then I, f- I feel less attacked. Like, it's something that I did. It's mm-hmm. like, this guy maybe had some bad experiences where... Because he did speak English. Because mm. when I came back, he was speaking English to me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you were just trying to give me a hard time. And it's because maybe you have some trauma that you're working through. Yeah. So I think that I'm on good days. I'm okay with people being a little upset that I don't speak French. Because, I mean, I do think it's a kind thing to learn French while you're here. But... 
I also think us growing up in the U.S. and just being like, I speak English and that should be enough. And, like, it is a little, um, well, like, and conceited. I, and I think what I, what gets me is that I can't really relate to the fact of, like, oh, this person has, like, an American accent. They obviously aren't from France. Like, fuck them. I'm like, I, I'm, at, I'm in the U.S. and I have a friend who, like, I'm talking to them and they very obviously, like, have, like, an Eastern European accent. Like... First thing, intrinsically to me, well, one, it's like if they barely speak English, it's like I'm just not going to be able to talk to them that well. But like if they have an accent, obviously, or like even a strong accent, um, where it's a little difficult to understand them, my immediate thought is, oh, like they're not from here. One, they've like learned far more of English than I've ever learned of any other language, so that's cool. Like they did that. And then like three, they're from another country. That's interesting. Like mm -hmm. I'm immediately intrigued and like i try not to ask like questions where it's just like they've probably heard that question a billion times but like i do want to talk to them and be like mm -hmm. learn more about them i get that but i think it's different like we run into that situation so much rarer yeah. because we're all everybody like, speaks English. another person who doesn't speak my yeah language. The, from the french people's perspective it's like all these americans are always coming here and they come in and they're just being really loud and saying their language really fast and making me feel uncomfortable that I don't speak their language. And it's like, bro, this is my country. Like, you don't get to come in here being all loud and making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So, like, there's probably so many interactions like that for them. And, like, and, and, you're, just, you're, you and you're not in. in that setting when it's, like, somebody's trying to, like, buy something from you in a restaurant. Like, yeah. you're not being like, oh, let me find out about this guy. Um, yeah. Because I think if you... If you had somebody coming up to you, speaking a different language, really fast trying to get something from you, mm -hmm. you'd be like, whoa. But, like, that, that, like, never happens to us. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. It's a really complicated situation. Double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, has this whole experience of trying to learn French, like, I say it's a way to relate to more of the world. Do you feel like it's brought you closer to people in any ways? Um, I mean, unfortunately, it's just like it. I since I've never studied French before we came here, mm -hmm. I just don't think I'm ever gonna be able to like converse with French people by the time I leave. Ben more so. Ben Ben mm -hmm. is trying a lot more harder than I am. Um, so I don't know if it's gonna bring me closer to French people. If I'm hanging out with French people, they might teach me a couple phrases, but like we're gonna have to talk in English if we're mm -hmm. gonna have an intelligent conversation. So, or like, you know, not something that's like, oh, where do you live? Mm -hmm. I live here. Um, but I do think it has helped me so much with making friends, but not French friends. Yeah. So like when I went to my French class, there's just like people from all over the world in this class and everybody's so vulnerable because we're all just like making these noises with our mouth that we like think are wrong but we're trying mm -hmm. so hard and like yeah it was like it immediately just dropped down barriers and like i mean piera this um australian girl that i've been hanging out with like i've i've never really like done a very good job of like putting myself out there and making friends in new cities mm -hmm. and like because i was learning french and we were in this class for so many weeks like we felt pretty comfortable around each other and then like we hung out just us and we're like practicing practicing french together mm -hmm. like it's a good way i think to um 
like be vulnerable and make friends at that vulnerable state. And then I don't know, like if I were to ever just meet Pierre on the street, like maybe we wouldn't have been friends, but yeah, because we, it was in that class. It was shared struggle. Yeah. I dig it. So I think it really does bring you closer. I think it was one of the best things I've done since I moved here mm-hmm. was taking that French class. Yeah. No, I, was, and I would recommend anybody to just take like a, a class. evening French or not even French, but just like a language class that you feel like really uncomfortable. I think if, especially if you're looking to make friends, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a good way to do it. No, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I was so ready to prompt you with that one when you were saying you weren't making French friends. I was going to be like, but, but <laughs> your classes. Um, yeah. No, but that's, that's really, really good to hear. Um, so into the lightning round. Okay. Um, I, tr- I didn't look at these, so I don't know. Or I was, I meant to tell you not to look at them, but mm-hmm. good job. Um, we're going to have to make a real lightning. We're already over time. Oh boy. Who in your life do you feel like would jive best with Paris lifestyle? Sophie. Sophie. She's nice. a European gal at heart. There you go. The Ferratos. Who do you feel would hate living here? Dad. That's what I thought you might say. <laughs> yeah. Dad would absolutely despise. Probably Mary, too. I think it's just like... Do you think they hate it? Like, like, take the language part out of it. But that's that's what I'm saying. It's like the that, part. That's the part. Yeah, anybody could live in a city. Well, Not I don't... Dad. Even without the language, Dad wouldn't want to live here. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. all right we love you dad um (laughs) um, so would you take no ride sharing apps ever again but whatever city you live in has a good subway system at least up to the quality of paris yes or no for sure um it's better for the environment it's cheaper it's more convenient you can never use an uber ever again yeah wow if I could take a metro exactly where I need to go, walk one block. Not always. Like, I'm saying that city you live in, but, like, then you go to, like, freaking Napa for a, a trip with the gals, and you're just like, sorry, guys, no Ubers for me. No, but the city I'm in has... The city you live in. <sighs> like, you're giving up the but practicality of Ubers. I give up Ubers. Ubers everywhere, always. I don't know. That's too... Or you're back to taxis. Yeah, Ubers are great. I don't know, Jay. That's too hard. Mm. The lightning round strikes again. <laughs> um, baguette or croissant? Oh my gosh, it depends on your mood. You gotta pick one. <laughs> oh my god. If I had to pick one for the rest of my life, I'd say baguette. But croissant is so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, now- Wait, did you, did you tell them the story about when you said... Um, <laughs> I'll have three croissants. I don't think I did. I walked into a, <laughs> one of the boulangeries and I was just like, I had my line all prepared because I had gotten pretty good at like, oh like bonjour, bonjour, um, je prends trois croissants, s'il and then plaît. s'il vous plaît, and then she's just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like oh yeah, smile uh-huh. and nod, boys, like, and, then, and then she's just like, looks at me and then she's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, what? And she's just like. No, like, no. And I'm just like, what, what's the matter? And she's like, no croissants. Like, we don't have croissants. Croissants are done. She was, like, trying to get a point across. I'm just like, oh, dang. So then we had to find a middle ground of something that was croissant-esque. But we were just picturing, like, if you walked into the <laughs> store and you said, I'll have three croissants. And they said, oh, like, uh, we don't have any croissants right now. And Jay just says, uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just stares at the lady. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, but, uh, that was too good. No, yeah, that was a what rough one. What would you say? How would you answer that question? Like Croissant if somebody, or baguette? Um, there's a lot of good breads out there, but baguette, 
is pretty great to, and there's a lot of there's a lot of hmm. pastries. There's a lot of pastries too, and I don't find myself eating plain croissants a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, past two weeks aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say croissant. Um, mm. moving on. Okay. Bonjour or merci au revoir. Oh, I say all three, baby. All three? I say That's merci, so words bonjour, au revoir. <laughs> Every time? <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine you're just like, because what is that? Thanks, bye, have a nice day. It really depends. Sometimes I'll just, yeah. I watch a YouTube video where they, they recommend to say all three. Hmm? Yeah, but I think. Because I feel like, okay, here's where I get. Merci, au revoir. I, I think I probably say that. I never have time for And then all of as them. I leave, I might say bonjour. Because, yeah, I'm sitting there and, like, it's like, okay, we two people are trying to say the same three words. There's six words floating around at roughly the same time. I know. And I'm just like, so it's like, like, it's okay, like a race. imagine I pay you yeah. for, I'm buying a croissant from you. And then I say, like, messy, messy, au revoir, au revoir, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Like, it's so many words. Yeah, we just all say it and we're all yelling at each other. I'm just like, yeah. I don't like it. I know, it's weird. But anyhow. But it's polite. It is polite. Um, so in closing, Aaron. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I want to start with the negative first, because at first I wrote these in the other order, but the negative first, what are you really glad that you will never have to go through again? Like, what are you, what, what hurdle are you passing? You're just like, thank goodness I don't have to go over that hurdle again. Just the first month of me being like, I'm no longer an adult in this world. I cannot even figure, like, I can't get myself to go to the grocery store anymore. Like, I was like, every freedom has been taken away from me, (laughs) because I'm terrified. Imagine how the French felt. I'm so anxious. What do you mean? They had to revolve. Revolt? Revolution? Revolute. <laughs> yeah. I know. But anyway, that was but really scary for me. I'm, like, I... If I... Now that I know how hard that was, I don't know if I would voluntarily do that again in my yeah, life. like... Move to a foreign country without, like, a, a mentor. Now that you've seen what's on the other side, do you think you'd go somewhere else, though? Like, could you do in Italy? I could do years? it, but I just don't you see myself You know you could, but you don't want to do it again? Yeah. I'm just like, why would I do that? I don't like, want it's to. It's like the same way how you know you could go get through college, but you're just like, why would I do that again? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then last, but certainly not least, what are you most excited about looking forward into your future time in France <laughs> ahead of now? <laughs> I, I, so eloquent. <laughs> I wrote this question in a really dumb way earlier. <laughs> um, what am I most looking forward to? In the future. In the future. Of my life. Looking forward. (laughs) Normals. No. I think um, I I just see people coming over to Europe and having to do like two days in Italy, two days in France, two days blah, 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 Barcelona, like just popping around and the way that Ben and I are able to space it out, like these weekend trips have been so fun that we've gone to and Mm -hmm. we haven't even done that many. We've done, we've gone to the Netherlands, to Sweden. Um, and where else did we go? One other place. <laughs> I can't remember. Amsterdam? Oh, Croatia. That was, no, we went, the Netherlands is, we went to Utrecht. Mm. I don't know how to say it, but that's near Amsterdam. Mm. Um, but I do, I would like to go back and maybe see Amsterdam. Um, but yeah, so like these weekend trips are just like a blast because we just like pop into these cities. We're like well rested from our week. And then we just boom, 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 get a bunch of stuff done. And then we get to come home and, like, decompress before we do anything else. And we're going to go to, like, Germany this weekend. Yeah. 
so I'm really looking forward to all these different trips and really seeing Europe in a paced out, like, um, relaxed timeline. Mm-hmm. You should write a letter to the end of France, Aaron. <gasps> what should I say to her? Who knows? Just, like, write, draw a middle finger. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I think it would be good. I like writing letters to future self, or at least I'm always, I'm glad to receive them. When I write them, I feel like I'm always just like... Sup, nerd. <laughs> but anyhow, that's a good idea. Well, Aaron, thanks for coming on. It was a pleasure talking to you. Me. But thanks for visiting too. Yeah. I mean, I know it's so expensive to come over here, but it just feels so cool that like this is just a weird, crazy snapshot of my life. And like you, if if you weren't here, like you would never. You want know. the people closest to you to know what your life is like. That's why yeah. I, I didn't understand. So I was just like, I want people to come see me in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um too late guys you missed it (laughs) (laughs) no but it's been so great having you here no yeah for me it was like i was at the end of a long frantic section of traveling for like two months Mm -hmm. and i was just like now i'm going to paris (laughs) this is gonna be terrible (laughs) but But it has uh, been relaxing no i've really enjoyed it it was like much much more relaxing than my first time in europe it's certainly like less of the like harrowing like back back into europe with my friends but it's like this was this was what I could handle, and I'm, I've had a very good time being here, and you've been a great host. Good, thank you. But yeah, thank you for to you all for listening to this once more. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Weekly Wilson Pod, and if you want to email in and ask Aaron some questions about France that she won't be able to answer. Um, but we could try to answer them. Brian and I, we could pretend that we're Aaron. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can oh, and if you want to follow me on YouTube, Aaron Michelle. But I, I am about over a year behind on footage at this point. So <laughs> in YouTube land, I'm still in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll catch up. But, yeah. Anyhow, um, if you want to email in about any of those things, weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Write us an email. Just let us know that you're still listening, please. Carmen, are you out there? (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Carmen? (laughs) No, but until the end of next week, and unless otherwise noted, my name is Jay Wilson, her name is Aaron Wilson, Mm -hmm. and this has been The Weekly Wilson. You should have done um, the French Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's convinced that she is incapable of scat singing. I know. I think that Jay doesn't realize how much of a talent it is. I am a generational talent, is what they're saying. Yeah, they do say that. Many <laughs> people say that. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bonsoir.